Welcome to this week's message here on Brit David Podcast. Today, we continue our walk through the book of Luke as Pastor Tim shares a message from Luke chapter 8, verses 22 through 25, entitled, Into the Storm. In life, we sometimes find ourselves overwhelmed by a storm we never saw coming. Know this, Jesus has not abandoned you in your moment of suffering. Remember that he promised never to leave you or never forsake you. Here's Pastor Tim. You can be seated. That's good stuff, isn't it? Let me invite you to take your Bible today and turn with me to Luke chapter number 8. Luke chapter number 8. There have been a number of things within our society that over the course of the last 20 years have changed and really become in upheaval. One of those is the relationship between freedom and liberty. Sorry, between liberty and freedom and and safety and security. Not only have we seen that change over the course of these last 20 years, ever since 9-11, but we've certainly seen it over these last two years take a giant step that way, wherein we as Americans seem to be content to sacrifice some of our freedom in order to have safety and security, or at least a measure of that. Ben Franklin said those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. (laughs) There is something within our American culture that has so changed that has crept, not, not, not just stayed in that American culture, but has crept into the life of the church and in Christianity, and it's the same change that's taking place between liberty and freedom and safety and security. Spiritually speaking, we also are at a point to where we would give up some of our freedom in Christ just to have a little more security, to feel like we were safe. Now, I don't mean eternal security. We, we feel like we've got that one, uh, you know, we, we've got an understanding of that pretty well. But I mean for right now. The church of Christ today would rather be safe and secure within our bubble than to risk the freedoms liberty, the expression of worship, that we have the the freedom to follow God no matter what, the reality of obedience in our life that takes us into dangerous places. You may be one who's heard people say that God will never put on you more than you can handle. I want you to know that that's not true. Not only is it not that He won't give you more than you can handle, He will always give you more than you can handle. He's always going to take you places where you need Him desperately, where you cannot rely on your own strength, where you cannot rely on your own resources. Security and freedom don't have to be polar opposites whereby I have to sacrifice one for the other. Because in the Christian life, the source is the same. My freedom and my liberty come from my relationship with Christ. They don't come come from the Constitution. They don't come from our government. They don't come from any of those things. Those freedoms that I have that have been innately given to me have been given to me by my Creator God. 
but safety and security, both for now and forever, reside in Christ and in Christ alone. Do you remember Moses telling God, if you will not go with us into the promised land, then I don't want to go. Would you be willing to forfeit a blessing in order to know that you are in the presence of God? To know that He is with you wherever you go? Let's take it a step further. Would you knowingly, willingly, intentionally walk into danger if you knew that Jesus was with you? And if you knew that Jesus was calling you into that. You see, there are some folks who will say, I'm not, I'm not going to that other part of the world. I'm not going over there. It's dangerous over there. But listen, we don't have to be talking about the other side of the world, do we? Just a few weeks ago, people said, I'm not going to South Columbus. I mean, you can go down there and do that little block party thing if you want to, but I'm not going. I'm not going because it's dangerous there. It's dangerous everywhere. Listen, because we went, 55, 55 people gave their hearts to Jesus because we would go into an area that we consider to be dangerous, knowing that Jesus sent us and knowing that He goes with us. Would you go? Come on. Let's go into a storm. Let's knowingly, willingly, Step into the fight. Let's knowingly, willingly, intentionally set sail into stormy waters, knowing that Jesus has sent us, knowing that Jesus goes with us. It's enough, isn't it? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows but what God might do in the midst of that? You can stay, you can stay buckled in into your relative security. And miss what God might want to do through you and in you and with you. Will He take you into dangerous places? You better believe it. He did it with His disciples and He'll do it with you. There are three specific things that I want you to see in this passage today. And the first one is this. I want you to see in this story that the ship took these people on a journey. It's the ship that took them on a journey. Look at with me in verse number 22. Luke chapter 8, verse 22. Now it happened on a certain day that Jesus got into a boat with his disciples and he said to them, let us go over to the other side of the lake. And so they launched out. Just simply the fact that Jesus said, let's go. Did they decide to go? When Jesus said, let's go, they launched out. Here's the issue. They were already in the boat. <laughs> when Jesus said, let's go, it's time to get on the boat. It's time to go. You can't stand on shore and launch out. You got to get in the game. You got to get in the boat. You got to be on the journey. The Christian life is a journey, isn't it? The Christian life, much like this journey that they are setting sail on, has some unique parallels that we need to mention. The first one is this. I want you to know that this ship 
has a direction. The ship has a direction. Your life has a direction. Jesus said, let's get in the boat and let's go over to the other side. Generally speaking, let's go over there. Let me ask you this. Generally speaking, what is the direction of your life? Where's your life going? Where's it headed? I can tell you where it ought to be headed. The Bible says that God's will for every person in this room, for every person watching, for every person who's not watching, His purpose is that they be conformed to the image of Christ. That's your direction, isn't it? Everything in your life then ought to be moving you closer to the image of Christ. Every activity, every event, every word, every opportunity, every service, every project, every conversation ought to be moving me more and more and more closer to Jesus. I want to be like Him. Jesus wants them to go to the other side of the lake, not where they are right now. Listen, your life's journey is not at its stopping point. You're not where He wants you to be yet. Say, Tim, how do you know that? Because you're still here. (laughs) He's moving you more and more like Him. There's something else that God has in store for you. There's a direction in your life, and you've got to say, yes, Jesus, I yield to that. I want to be involved in the purposes that you have for me. I want this. I want you to be the direction of my life. Well, this ship had direction. This ship also had a destination. It's got a destination. It has somewhere that it's going, somewhere that it is going to land. We would say, well, our, our destination is heaven, ultimately. We want to go and want to be with Jesus forever and forever and forever. Well, that's, that's good because that's where he wants you. Listen, the whole world is headed there. The whole world, all of history is making its way to the culmination point, which is the glorification of Jesus when he returns and he is crowned as King of kings and as Lord of lords, everything in this world is headed toward Jesus. So you ought to be. You ought to be. Don't, don't, don't end up where he doesn't want you. Make those good decisions today that will carry you to that destination that he has in mind for you. Let us go to the other side of the lake and they launched out. I want you to notice this too, that all of that happened on a certain day. It did. It happened on a certain day, on a particular day, on a real day. They got into a real boat on a real sea, the Sea of Galilee, and they went to a destination. If you skip down to verse number 26, which is where we'll pick up next week, you can see where they're headed. He says, they sailed to the country of the Gadarenes, Gadara, which is opposite Galilee. That's their destination. The question becomes, what is yours? What is your destination in this life? You're going to get there. We get there. What are you going to do? Well, know this, you're on a journey. Your life is a journey in which Jesus is in control of that, or ought to be. 
He has the destination in mind. He has the direction in mind. And he'll give you every hint that you need along the way. Number two, I want you to see that the storm put them in jeopardy. The storm put them in jeopardy. I mean, it didn't start off with a storm. It starts off, it seems like, when they get into the boat in verse number 22, that it's a sunny day. It's a wonderful day. It's a good day to go sailing. A good day to be on the water. You know, when is it not, really? You know, they're about to find out, though, when it's not. They're not going skiing and they're not going fishing. They're about to be in trouble. Look at what the Bible says. Verse number 23. As they sailed, Jesus fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. They were in danger. They were in serious, serious danger. Listen, as they get into this boat, and they go over that side, everything seems to be calm, everything seems to be wonderful, it's sunshine, everything's great, it's going to be a wonderful day, it's going to be an easy cruise over to the other side of the lake. The way that the Sea of Galilee is situated between that seacoast and those mountains, those storms descend right onto the middle of the lake. And they do so in a couple of ways. Number one, they come suddenly. They come suddenly. And those winds come whipping through that alley, if you will, and land right in the middle of that sea and begin to whip that water. It does so so quickly that they never saw it coming. Can I tell you this? Trouble never makes appointments. It doesn't. It doesn't wait for a convenient time. You know? <laughs> you keep saying, I don't have time for this. Okay. Trouble doesn't care, right? That's partly what makes it trouble. It comes at a time that you weren't expecting. I told him in that first service about that Wednesday night when Dina called me a couple of years ago and said, Hey, I'm going to the doctor. I feel a my, my lymph node's swollen. I don't feel good. I'm going to go get an antibiotic. And I said, okay. I mean, who hadn't had a swollen lymph node? You know, who hadn't felt bad? Who hadn't gone simply to get an antibiotic, and then in a couple of days you feel better, right? All right, I'll pick you up right after church. I didn't get to pick her up right after church. You were there till 1 o'clock in the morning. And they're not talking about antibiotics. They're talking about chemotherapy. They're not talking about some easy medicine. They're talking about radiation. They're not talking about a cold. They're talking about cancer. Man, who would have thought? Never in a million years would I have ever thought that that was going to be how that day turned out. The reality is, is I don't know how any day is going to turn out. I don't know what's coming. It may start off sunshine, calm when everything is wonderful, looks like it's going to be a cruise of a day. And suddenly, your life can change, can it? Trouble comes on us suddenly. And this storm comes on them suddenly, quickly, before they seem as if they're ready for it. Listen, I want to get a little bit ahead of myself, but go ahead and listen to this. It's why it's so important 
for you to spend time with God every single day. Every day in His Word. Every day in prayer. Every day in His presence. Because you don't know what's coming. And He does. He does. He can lead you in your reading. He can lead you in your learning. He can lead you in your steps. He can lead you at every point. It becomes incredibly important because the storms of life come suddenly. Join us tomorrow as Pastor Tim shares the conclusion to the message from Luke chapter 8, verses 22 through 25. Into the storm. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is church office at BritDavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Brit David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast.